Welcome to The Aldridges, a podcast with Dan and Harriet. Follow what they get up to in business, travel, fitness and family life, and all the fun they have along the way. They don't take life too seriously, but are serious about living their best life. Join them for regular updates on it all, and don't forget to subscribe for weekly uploads of The Aldridges. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Aldridge's podcast. Today is a very special podcast episode because we're talking about all things engagement. Um, when I proposed to Harriet, how I proposed to Harriet and um, some funny little stories along the way throughout the process that, uh, you know, allowed us to tell the story of the engagement. Yeah, I, I'm actually quite surprised we haven't covered this already. It was a requested um, episode by... Yeah someone and I'm quite looking back now on all the other episodes I'm thinking how did we not mention that it's a big milestone the wedding didn't we skip to the best part I think because we are since married and now having a baby maybe we didn't really see the relevance but actually it's a great story so yeah and any uh any girlfriends that are you know waiting for a ring maybe just play this podcast uh you know with your boyfriend in the back and, uh, he might Maybe listen up. to it first and check what <laughs> check what I say, and then and then if it's good, then might it, filter it. It might it might put him off. <laughs> Great. Well, um, so little catch up since last week. What have we been up to? So since last week, we have taken my parents on a trip up north to Sheffield. Yeah. Um, for my mum's sixtieth birthday, and it was also my dad's birthday as well. So we made it a bit of a joint effort. Um, and we took them and gave them tickets to Strictly Come Dancing live tour. So yeah, um, we had a nice weekend away, stayed in a hotel, let them watch Strictly. And then they met their friends the next day before driving home. So hopefully they had a nice weekend. Yeah, it was. you say weekend, it was Wednesday. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it feels it like a really Saturday. messed us up actually, didn't it? When yeah. it came to the we, we got back on Thursday. I think it says Strictly's on TV on a Saturday night. Yeah, and then it went into the weekend and we actually had a really boring weekend. Yeah. Didn't do anything. And then on Monday this week we had our twenty well, we're twenty five weeks now. So we had a twenty five week appointment with the midwife. Um that was really good. It was the first time that I got measured. So um this is where they then start measuring from Basically, the top of your uterus down to your pubic, pubic bone, pubic bone, and that's how they measure, you know, whether you are on track for you. So I was measuring twenty six, and I'm twenty five weeks. So they say you should be a centimeter per week, and then they they allow you to go to either side. So yeah. we're on track. Basically. So you're one over one centimeter more than you should be, but still like. But because it was my first measurement, she said now it will be a case of following the line on the graph and making yeah. sure that, you know, we're not going too small. One centimetre is oh, it's nothing. 10 millimetres. Yeah, nothing. So, yeah, that was really positive and um, we got to hear the baby's heartbeat again, which is always reassuring. So, yeah, it was just, a, I just think it's just a lovely little, we were saying it's it's a bit of a um, pit stop, like a you sort of do live appointment to appointment. Yeah, 100%. And just... Each time you're just checking that. All you want to hear is healthy, happy, all good, right size, you know, yeah. it's all on plan. So that's that's it. Each time you walk out, we feel a bit of relievement, if that's a word. Yeah. And now we've got literally got appointments every three weeks and then it will quickly go into every two weeks. So I feel like 
the the baby's rapidly coming now. The end like, is near. Yeah, we've actually got the the end in sight, which is so exciting. So, yeah, let's dive into this podcast episode, um, all about our engagement. So, Dan, first of all, we had a great question from Leah. Leah Whittle is a uh, honorary member. She listens every week. Um, so shout out to Leah. She asked, when did you know that you wanted to propose? And this is a great question. And this might also be one of the reasons why you shouldn't share this with your boyfriend. <laughs> great. <laughs> when I realised how it was the one was when we were a few years into the relationship and things were going so well that I was thinking it's almost too good to be true. Like, over the years, I've had girlfriends and I've seen other married couples and they just aren't that happy and they're not, you know... They didn't sell it to you, no? No, marriage for me was never something that I thought had a very positive outcome just through other experiences in life and other things I've seen. So for me, I thought, right, the relationship's going fantastic. There's, you know, I've been together with Harriet for years now. There's no one that's turning my head. There's, <laughs> there's no, um, you know, just I just was fixated on Harriet, and you know, for me, I think that's quite rare. Into yeah. into a few years into a relationship, you're still one hundred percent like about this person. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So I just thought to myself, and this is honestly my thought process. She doesn't annoy me. I knew you were going to say that. I knew that is <laughs> that's going to be your answer. She doesn't annoy me. I could live with this lady for the rest of my life. I don't want to be with anyone else. If I did want to be with anyone else, surely after a few years, I would have had urges. Uh, and I haven't. <laughs> right, just for I anyone haven't. that is new here or doesn't really know us or doesn't know Dan, that what he just said is actually a really big compliment. <laughs> yeah, but... Isn't it? But, that's the way life goes. If you're in an unhappy relationship, you will be tempted to look elsewhere. You will be tempted to, to know, reply but... to or get temptation. You will. But with you, I did not get any temptation. <laughs> and I enjoyed living with you. You know, everything about us, about our, our relationship was perfect. So that was when I realised, right, I'm going to put a ring on this one. Right. But just, you've got to understand from the listener's point of view, you've basically just said... Um, I didn't want to get with anyone else and Harriet doesn't annoy me. So I thought she's... The it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> but I, I know where that comes from. Yeah, you're, you're basically saying like, I ticked all the boxes just like many other girls might have temporarily, but in the long run, you didn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, and, 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 and We that... spend an unbelievable amount of time together. I think our relationship is quite... I'm not saying we're better than anyone else or we're perfect. We're definitely not. We literally bicker like cats and dogs. But... In terms of how much time we spend together, it's quite rare that we we are so compatible. Yeah. And that we don't annoy each other. Yeah. I actually miss you when you go to golf, which is really pathetic. Yeah. So, I, you know, <laughs> it's been nine years now and it's, I still feel exactly the same way. Um, and it's just, it's just, just, you know, when things just work, right? And that's just how, it, how, how I decided. So, yeah, you know, um, there was that aspect of it and then there was the pressure from Harriet and the pressure from her family yeah um, um, I, can I just dive in here I had deadlines yeah um and I stand by this and I don't care what anyone thinks about me from saying this so I'm gonna really like hold my ground I had got to the point where we had been together like seven years and 
there was no proposal in sight, you know, as far as I was concerned. And I thought, do you know what, if he doesn't, and I was creeping up to 30 and I know it doesn't matter. And it's easy for me to say to you guys listening, like, oh, it really doesn't matter how old you are. I had got to that place where I was like, I'm nearly 30. We've been together seven years. Why on earth is he not proposing to me? Like, that's how I felt. I started to think like, is there something wrong with me? Like, does, is he waiting for something better to come along? And I got so frustrated because I, I, you know, wanted to have a baby in the future and I just wanted all these things and I couldn't see that they were coming to fruition. So I said to Dan and I said to my family and friends, if he doesn't propose by um, the end of this year, I actually said... <laughs> Here we go, look, two colours coming up now. So you, you guys think what I said is a bit brutal, but here we go. I actually said that I would um, move out and go and, like, go and spend a week or two of Olivia. <laughs> ridiculous but do you know what it was I felt like you are quite laid back and you're so happy and content with our relationship as as I was as well but there was no urgency for you yeah there was no deadline yeah. so I created a deadline for you yeah. and, and it worked it worked but I still didn't expect it which we'll come on to I still didn't expect the proposal when it was um but I and, and my friends played a very convincing role of like even Olivia was like would stay up late at night talking to me saying oh well well bae you're just gonna have to come and live with me if he doesn't um if if he doesn't propose soon you're gonna have to just come and live with me and I was like I know so she she played a very convincing role yeah so I think that's what it was it, it the reason why it took me so long wasn't due to not wanting to marry Harriet it was simply things were going well I was enjoying myself um and I didn't feel like I needed to and I think that this is the way the way most men think. It's just, um, I don't know, the but just procrastination or just. Did you was the financial side a thing? Because you obviously knew that our wedding was going to have to be a certain like standard a bit, and a little bit like you have to be ready to. It's go just into that. adding in another project into your life. Like we yeah. were trying to build our business. We're trying to get ahead in life. We're trying to you know do this, do that, do this, and then. Adding in a wedding and married and stuff was just more complications. Like, it was yeah. just another thing to add in. Timing is important. And actually, I know, like, I gave you a deadline and stuff, but I think had you proposed to me, like, the year before, um, maybe we weren't in the same financial position as we were when we got married and we were able to afford, you know, the wedding of my dreams. So, you know, there are definitely pros and cons. So you're glad that I delayed it then? Because you could have been married in the local church. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's not Ibiza, is it? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that was... And, and my family were every week, weren't they? Dad, when are you going to propose? Yeah, every single family occasion. And the, and that was selfish of them because they were only saying that because they wanted a holiday. Cause they knew, they we'd, knew we'd do it abroad. Yeah, they but just also, a holiday. My sister had had a fantastic wedding in Cyprus and we all absolutely loved it. So I, I that must have been playing on your mind as well because you did propose shortly after that. You must have thought this was great. Yeah. So, let me get my thoughts on the table then. The family was pressurising. Harriet was giving me a deadline. I was happy and thinking, right, my head's not turning. This is when I decided, right, let's just crack on and consider the idea of proposing. Then, I, so it was on the old back burner for a while. I, it was always in the back of my mind thinking, right, I, I will at some point propose to Harriet. So that was okay. the, 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 the subconscious decision was made. The next decision was... How? How am I going to propose? Yeah, what were some of your ideas? So, obviously because of Friends, yeah. I looked for a planetarium thing to get the stars at oh, Ross. Oh, because of Friends, the sitcom? I thought you meant because of my friends. No. 
Did you? Like You've not Rachel. told me this. Like Ross and Rachel, I actually looked into it. I actually called a few like planetarian places. Oh my God. <laughs> Why have you not told me this? I'm finding out on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I looked into that, but it, it wasn't working out. But then I knew that in September we had planned to go to Hawaii. And I thought, well, this is a bucket list type holiday. Um, it's going to be paradise. It's going to be palm trees and sand and sunsets. Hawaii, if, if you're going to do it anywhere, do it in Hawaii. So it was about <laughs> three weeks, no, no, about three months before we, we were due to go to Hawaii. And I had looked up engagement ideas in Hawaii and um, I thought, right, what do I want out of this? I want a sunset. I want the sea. I want friends. I want food. I want music. And this is where I found a company in Hawaii that do sunset cruises where you get picked up just before the sun goes down you go there was three tiers to the boat there was almost like titanic <laughs> it was the bottom level yeah medium level and then the top deck was the top a la carte meal restaurant the most expensive thing and i thought right well the other two aren't an option this is a proposal so i actually called hawaii from this office that i'm sat in now <laughs> and spoke to a hawaiian man <laughs> so funny and said I'm coming to Hawaii on the 13th of September. I'm going to book in your cruise, specifically the Friday night one, because on the Friday night they have fireworks after dinner. So I said, right. So I was literally planning the engagement three months in advance down to the minute. So we're going to get on the boat at 5pm. We're going to have a free course meal. And then, it was a seven course meal. Oh yeah, whatever but, it was. It was yeah, crazy. Fancy um, and then there was a gap between the last course... And the sun going down. And I know that I wanted the photos to be the sun setting just over the ocean. Um, so we had our meal. And uh, there was the, the, all the staff on board knew that I was the guy. Like he was proposing to his girlfriend that night. So they were sort of giving me like winks and nudges saying like, you know, in the next hour you're going to have to do it. Um, I feel like just to pause you, we're missing quite a big chunk of this story. Yeah, I know. Let me just go back there. Okay. Um. So anyway, I booked the cruise, and um, that was where it was going to happen. Right. So then, this is the point that you contacted. We we were going to Hawaii with our with my two best friends. I feel like I messed the story up now. No, it's all right. <laughs> Everyone's with us. Lot. So you had planned that you're going to do it in Hawaii, and you found the cruise to do it on. Yeah. So then it was a case of speaking to Olivia and Lauren, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so these were the first two people in the world to know that I was pl- thinking of doing this. So I just literally rang them one by one. First of all, Lauren, and said, look, I'm thinking of... And as soon as the phone rang, she knew why I was ringing, because I never ring her. Yeah. Um, and she said, look, I'm going to propose to Harriet in Hawaii. And she started crying. And I said, <laughs> the only problem is, we've I'm booking a very expensive... Um, sunset cruise and it's going to cost like three four hundred dollars per person whatever it was I can't remember um are you happy to spend that and she was just crying and didn't care and said yes 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 so she was the first person and then I called Olivia um said the exact same thing to Olivia and then I said right we now as a trio need to make keep this a secret from Harriet so we um we disguised it as um, a birthday present to me and Harriet from Olivia and Lauren, where they sent us a birthday card saying, happy birthday, you two, for your birthdays, which is we turned 30 that year. Yeah, that um, was the purpose gonna, of the trip, wasn't yeah, it? A 30th gonna, birthday trip. For your 30th birthday, we're going to take you on a um, 
a, a surprise you know excursion in Hawaii and we and I had to pretend like oh I wonder what that's going to be and I had to act and be like I wonder what this is going to be then and uh, I knew obviously what it was because it was my plan um, <laughs> and uh, me and Harriet didn't know what it was and even up until the day of the event um, I was acting as if like you know what is it going to be what time do we need to be ready yeah and I was I was getting stressed like oh what do I wear what is this thing and I knew what it was and I had a special suit and everything bought ready for the occasion um, and then when I did put it on, you're like, wow, you look good. Bloody hell, you've got, you've yeah. got all out. Um, but it was, I was thinking, well, this is going to be the outfit that I proposed to you in. So it was a yeah. big deal. And actually the girls had told me, they said I just had to buy a really nice dress. I was obviously sending them options over like in the lead up to the trip. And then somehow we all decided that all three of us would wear white yeah. and that it would look really nice. And I was like, oh, okay. So they had white dresses. I had white dress. Which actually, now in hindsight, we had a white wedding, so it's really, really nice. But yeah. yeah, so we were wearing white dresses, you had this gorgeous suit on, and right up to that point, I this is why um, A. Lynn asked, Did I expect it? Well, no, because I was under the assumption that this was a birthday surprise for, for our joint 30th, that they'd booked and planned something in Hawaii, and that neither of us knew what we were doing. Yeah. So that's why it was such a great... Because a few people, when we got home and we were engaged, they were like, oh, you must have known. And I was like, well, no, because it was a birthday thing. Yeah. I had no so reason to doubt it. was the ultimate, you know... Yeah, um, disguise. Yeah, disguise. So, yeah, it went really, really well. Um, and... Uh... <laughs> Do you know, from what I remember now, in hindsight, so we, we got onto the boat. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And they were like, yeah, we're having a seven-course meal. It's all very posh and... Fancy. We should upload our video as well. For me. We will, yeah, we'll yeah. have to share that with you. Um, and we actually went out on, it was it was quite rocky at first, and we actually went out on the deck to have photos. And you did not, you did, that's not when you proposed. And we came back was in. Was it right? No, we came. I was too nervous. Oh, we came back in and then you said, oh, we should have a group photo. Yeah, but no, because that was when the lady said to me, she whispered behind your back saying, it will be dark in 10 minutes. Oh, so you, but so we just come back in and you were saying, let's go back out. And we were like, no, but even Olivia, who knew was in on it, was like, oh, really? Do we have to? And Loz was like kicking her under the table, like, yes, let's go have another photo. So then we went out. I feel like I can tell this part. We went out onto the deck and we went to have a group photo. And um, we were like, right, okay, let's all stand here. Um, let's ask someone to take it. And I just remember Dan passing Lauren the camera. And I said, what are you doing that for? Lauren needs to be in the photo. And you were like, well, just a minute. And then you, you grabbed my hands. And I think that was probably the moment I thought, oh, my God. And I remember <laughs> it you It was saying, obvious then, wasn't it? Yeah, you were like... Because I, I never grab your hand for a chat. No. Look you in the eye. Yeah, and you, he grabbed my hands and, he, and you basically said something along the lines of... Um, I need to ask you a question. And I thought, oh God, okay. And then you said... Um, At that point, you know, don't you? Yeah, you know. And then you said something like, um, like, you're, you're my best friend in the world. There's no, no one else I want to spend the rest of my life with. Uh, and I think the line you used was, will you do me the honour of becoming my wife? And then you yeah. got done. And then I was just like, oh my God. It's you on the video. To, yeah, you want to marry me? Like, are you sure? And, and then, then all these Japanese people on the boat were cheering. We were clapping. <laughs> and it was amazing. I honestly felt like it was quite a nice evening because we then went back in. We I couldn't eat. And you that, had this like 
beautiful we had lobster lobster we had, yeah you, you weren't hungry i just the adrenaline had got me and i was like i can't eat my hands were shaking i was looking at the ring i couldn't believe it the ring was lush you're buzzing just, weren't you yeah and then um what's also really nice is we the ring did look good um they were they had a saxophone player and then they had a singer and um one of my favorite quotes i don't have any tattoos but i almost did get a tattoo once um in thailand when i was drunk um and it was going to say um, that the greatest gift you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. It's like one of my favourite quotes. I think it's um, in the Moulin Rouge film. And the lady sang the song that, that I can't even think what the song's called, but it says the greatest gift you'll ever learn is just to and love then they may just get up and, dance. and be loved in return. And she she sang that song. We got up. They called us up. We were well, the newly a newly engaged in, couple. Yes, yeah, so we had to go and dance in front of like five hundred people on this boat. And it was so sweet. It was so because you hate that. So um, I, I don't. I, sl- I can't it. do that sort of thing. Dan does not like slow. Yeah, dancing. Everyone was saying congratulations to me. But even when we're at other people's weddings, Dan won't get up and slow dance with me. I have to sit like sit down and watch all the other couples. That that's what you're like. And but you had to do it. In it the future fun. at weddings, I'll have to drink more prior. Right. <laughs> But we, and then it was so lush and um, yeah, it was just such a magical evening. And then we basically, um, we FaceTimed my family and then obviously we announced it on social media and it was just such an amazing few days, such a great feeling. I fell in love with you all over again. I felt like we were in this engagement bubble. It was just so amazing. And then I just think this is a good part to the story. We booked, we decided to celebrate by booking a helicopter trip oh, yeah. because we'd done Vegas, LA and Hawaii. We're on the last part of our trip and we'd spent the whole trip with Olivia and Laws, which obviously was amazing. But we thought, right, we just got engaged. We should do something just us, didn't we? So we booked a helicopter trip, which I've, I've never been in a helicopter before. You had. And um, first of all, you can pay an extra like $300 to get the front seats. And we were like, what? That's such a rip off. So we said, you know what? We'll take our chances because if nobody pays for the front seats, then someone's got to have them, didn't we? So we got there and they, they base the, um, they take, everyone has to be weighed when you go on a helicopter. And that's how they distinguish who should sit where because it's a weight distribution. I must have been the same as the pilot. Yeah. And anyway... Just by chance, Dan and I got the front seats on the helicopter, which, sorry, if you were in the back, you didn't have as good a view, did you? Like, <laughs> well, the front of the helicopter was like a glass panel, yeah, so, so it was, it was almost like your, even though your feet were on glass. Yeah, it was amazing. And then we, we did this amazing helicopter tour of um, of Honolulu. And then as we were coming back in, he said, right, I'm going to turn off my, you know, my microphone now and I'll play some music. And he played um, the song... Um, the Hawaiian version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which is a mix with uh, What a Wonderful World. Yeah. And that song then became like our engagement song, didn't it? And it's actually what I walked down the aisle to. There you go. So it all has like a nice little meaning. It was great. And it was just so lovely. It's almost like um, a film, wasn't it? It really, honestly, it I know soundtrack. that sounds so cheesy and people might be cringing at this thinking who they think they are. But I wouldn't change our engagement for the world. And I feel so lucky that you did such a good job. And like, sometimes I have to pinch myself like, oh, you know, if someone says, oh, where did you get engaged? And I'm like, Hawaii. And I feel like so lucky. It's great. Yeah. It's really great. And like, honestly, thank you because it was amazing. Um, so, yeah, my ring was perfect and it was exactly what I wanted and just... Yeah, couldn't couldn't have asked for anything more. Hundred percent. So we have got a video, and we will share that. 
Um, do we um, need to do some shout outs for we some, do. some loyal listeners? We asked you guys. We're 13 episodes in now and you guys are loving life, which I'm happy Look, there's about. A, there's a bunch of you guys and I have to say I pre- we appreciate you because you're the ones that listen every single week. I think we get about 200 to 300 listeners a week, don't we? Yeah. Which, by the way, that we're buzzed about that. So 100%. thank you. Um, but these are the people who said they listen every week. So we've got um, Olivia, which is with an A, Olivia underscore ad. We've got Kelsey Lennon, Stephanie Doolan, Grace Penny. She says she listens every Thursday morning whilst working from home. So shout mm. out to Grace. Lottie Cooper, um, Elsa Victoria Mayer. She says she loves the podcast. I listen during my runs because she's training for Brighton Marathon. Oh, well done. That's amazing. Chloe Sparrow, love, love listening to you guys. Emily Patricia, 91. Um, we've got Billy Jade, Leah Whittle, obviously. She's uh, she's at the top there. She's number one. Erin Kelly. Um, we've got Holly B8. We've got Megan Rich. Sarah TT. Um, Amy Plummer listens every week. She said, you two make me laugh. Such a good podcast. Oh, thank you. That's such a compliment. And then we've got Hayley Jane 94. Megan Allen and we've also got Robbie 0814. <laughs> well, so Robbie. yeah, thank you so much guys. Honestly, it does mean a lot. So now we're um, gonna go live. No, we're not. We are. So yeah, what, I'm sat here with my bum pal. Put it away. Oh you know when you're a bit uncomfortable, guys, in pregnancy, you just need to let your bum pal. Okay, so for the first time ever. <sighs> We are going to do the friends quiz, but we're going to stream it live on Instagram. Great. So that we've got, hopefully, some people who are watching will um, play along with us at home. Um, so, are you ready, Harriet? So I'm going to go live. I feel yeah, like press gonna, it then. I'm going to have to explain. What do you mean? No, they, they'll, they'll just have to play along. <laughs> right, are you ready? Let's do this. First of all, let's get the theme tune in. Got your best singing voice ready? Yeah. Oh, so you think you are the number one Friends fan? But do you know the answers from your husband, Dan? (laughs) You love it now, don't you? Yeah. Right. I have no shame. Okay. No shame on that one. For our Instagram viewers who are just wondering what on earth is going on. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, We are currently recording our podcast live and we wanted to come and do the last part with you guys so that you can take part in our friends. Yeah, so this is an opportunity for you to play along at home and see if you can get the answers right with Harriet. So this game, we have series 10, series 7, series 5, series 4 and series 2. Series 4? 4. 4. Are you ready? So question 1 is from series 2. Are you ready? Okay. Play along at home if you know. So, we have... (laughs) What fruit is Ross allergic to? Pineapple. It makes his tongue go funny. Kiwi. Oh, kiwi. Oh, my God. But it was. It makes his tongue go funny, didn't it? It just says kiwi. Uh, I'm so annoyed. Wrong. Question two. Question two is series ten. Okay, I, I will know this one. I hope. Why are Ross and Joey late for Monica's Thanksgiving dinner? Um, <laughs> because they went to have Thanksgiving with the the Hag Girls with the you know the dancers. Wrong. What? 
Don't, you enjoy saying wrong, don't you? <laughs> they go to an ice hockey game. Oh my god, I completely got the series wrong. I feel like I'm under too much pressure. There's well, you got 29 watching. there. There's people listening. Yeah, well, there you go. So, next question. My sister's going to die at this. Series 7. Series 7. Oh, look, Samantha got it right. They went to the game. Play, al- play along at home. <sighs> series 7, question 3. Why does Ross get a ticket whilst he's driving with Rachel? For driving too slow. Correct. One out of three. This is embarrassing. Correct. No, you might redeem yourself. Okay. You might get the next three right. So, next one is Series 5. When Chandler and Monica are doing a crossword puzzle, what does Joey suggest might be the six-letter word for red? Dark red. Correct. (laughs) But the answer's actually maroon. It's dark red, yeah. Yeah. Okay, last question. Question 5, Series 4. What gift does Chandler buy Rachel with her initials stuck on the side? Um, he, uh, I don't want to call it the wrong thing, but he buys her like a kind of like a briefcase satchel thing. Correct. Yeah. It just says a briefcase. Okay, good. I was worried they called it something different. There you go. Okay, what was that? Three out of five? Three out of five. Well done. I mean, I'm really annoyed because I got my series mixed up. Yeah. I don't know why I'm doing it so bad. So do you want to sing sing us out? Yeah. And the podcast? Thank you so much for listening, everyone. So you think you are the number one friends man, but do you know the answers from your husband Dan? Woo! Thank you. There you go, guys. So we hope you enjoyed episode 13 of the podcast. Let us know what you'd like to hear next week when we go uh, live and boo back streaming again on Instagram. And uh, yeah, let us know what you want to hear. Amazing. Thanks so much, guys. Bye bye. Welcome to The Aldridges, a podcast with Dan and Harriet. Follow what they get up to in business, travel, fitness and family life and all the fun they have along the way. They don't take life too seriously, but are serious about living their best life. Join them for regular updates on it all and don't forget to subscribe for weekly uploads of The Aldridges.